Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Asshole. Welcome to the fun episode of Run the Track. You're starting your run. Lucy, any advice to just get people out the door? Yeah, so as we always say, just put the shoes on, lace up your trainers, get out the door. That's the hardest part. Get out the fucking door. Literally. And then once you're out, let's do some stretches again. So we're just going to do some quad stretches. So you're just going to hold the back of your foot and then pulling it towards your buttocks. Perfect. For yeah. This. Hashtag the point of the episode. And um, just give that a stretch. And then let's switch over to the other side. How long should I be holding stretches for? Um, I think at the, you don't need to hold them as long as like afterwards. Mm-hmm. So say around 10 seconds. Okay. Um, so yeah, we can go into that stretch. And then we're just going to hang again like last time. So we're just going to hang down, holding the backs of your elbows and just rocking like a ragdoll from side to side. Perfect, Flora. Mm. Perfect. Great. And off we run. And off we run. I think this is a really interesting episode because mm, one, everyone loves bums. They do. Um, we all have bums. Both yes. every gender, every person in this world has a bum. They do. And, and that's where I talk from a lot of the time. <laughs> and it's where I sit. And as you just said, the sitting part. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sorry to relate bums to exercise, but actually the problem is we sit on our bums so much, mm-hmm. they are often like inactive, oh, like shit. the glutes, the yeah. muscles, so the glute medius, the glute maximus, and the glute minimus. And so are those just Latin for bum? Um, but <laughs> basically not like... the glute max is the, the main girl. The, the, okay. <laughs> um, and then, the, and then the, um, the side ones are when you do like adduction exercises, so mm-hmm. you're pushing your legs out wide to the side, you know, there's like machines like that in the gym oh I think I went on them one of them once by accident yeah because I thought I was doing something else oh, and then okay. suddenly my legs opened like I was yeah Samantha from Sex and the City yeah and it's, it's like, very sexual oh deeply machine. yeah yeah um but because of the fact that we sit down a lot like office workers etc um we we often neglect the glutes and they make such a big difference to your uh run oh how come if you don't work on developing and strengthening your glutes Instead of the pressure being on the glutes, which is a good thing, you'll take in a lot of the take on a lot of the impact through the hips. Oh. Um, which obviously then people get hip problems, mm-hmm. hip injuries, etc. So a way that I would recommend using mini bands. Oh yeah, those elastic bands. <clears throat> I've used them once with you. They're really good to like activate. So you can do this before a run as well if mm-hmm. you want to. But um, yeah, just doing side steps, so lateral steps. Um, with the bands around with your the band ankles. With the bands around your ankles, yeah. Okay. 
um, that's probably the best way to start building up your and isolating the glute area. But otherwise, you can do compound exercises like, like squats, lunges, deadlifts, always to help develop the glutes. And is that because we want stronger glutes or is it because we want nice perky glutes? I think both. Both? So, but you get both? It works both, yeah. God, there's so much to think about scientifically in terms of the bum. I know. Yeah. Because I feel like it has like its own rep as being just like a saucy part of the body. But actually, not only is it a saucy part, but mm-hmm. it also really to help you with your runs and yes. with just general fitness. I think growing up, I didn't ever expect to have a bum. Mm-hmm. I was like obsessed with Kate Moss. And I feel like the 90s, early noughties was much more more about the boobs or just being stick Because even like, do you remember like the quotes, they would be like, does my bum look big in this? Mm. As in that, if that was a negative thing. Yes. In comparison to what it's like now, which is like, does my bum look good? Like big, good. That's yeah. That's what I meant before. Exactly. Places like Vogue and stuff would never make the bum a thing. No. Whereas now it's like, oh, I'm a woman and I'm proud. Proud. Like, I've got a bum. I just think the early noughties was quite weird of, um... Like, the look. The look was just so... Like, like you just I had to look really young. Cheryl Cole. And it's like, oh my God, yeah. so scary to think back, in a way, not... No offence, Cheryl Cole, but, like, to be, like, idolising someone who's, like, stick thin. Yeah. Yeah. And bums of all there are bums of all shapes and sizes because a lot mm. of people don't have bums. Mm. Taylor Swift doesn't have a bum, yeah, but she's great. Um, so maybe the bum isn't the main feature of your body, and that's like I just think these days everyone's just accepting a lot more their own body shape mm. and enjoying it. Because I was so obsessed with Kate Moss. She was like she basically is like concave, mm. or con- and then um, <laughs> the point I was going in with that it why I prefer it com- compared to the culture of, like, obsession over boobs, like the Katie Price era, mm. is because everyone can work on their bum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, for instance, with the mini bands, yeah. it's like, even if you don't, like, it doesn't matter what size your bum is, it's that you can always work on it, whereas I feel like the boob culture was like, you can't work on, you can't just, like, build up to having boobs. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you either have it or you don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As someone without boobs, I definitely felt that. Whereas bum, it's like, yeah, let's all just get, like, whatever shape, size, it's fun. I think it's unfortunately a very sexual thing. It's just the, and it's, it's, the bum is sexual is such a in, more intense way than the boobs because mm. it is quite gross. Yeah. It's like literally where we I shit. I think that's why people like it. Yeah. It's like. It's really nasty. With, in such, like, this really, um, kind of like American psycho-y, like, perfect culture, everyone's wearing clothes and everyone's like <laughs> everyone's <wearing clothes. laughs> hopefully <laughs> um me and Flora are naked right now um <laughs> no um things like a bum just brings us back to like this like what we actually are yeah i it's feel like, like that's so british free. though it's like the victorian culture when it's like the ankle mm. like not allowing to like to show anything and it's like you're sexualizing it more by yes. not, by hiding it yeah well maybe they had like mental sex in the victorian times I'm sure they did. Because it would be like, whoa, I so never repressed. see this. Yeah. God, I'd love to read about that. Um, mm. Although I was thinking, you know, like in really old days when they had like a bustle mm. at the back, you know, like in Cinderella. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, isn't that just like a massive ass thing? Yeah. But like posh. Yeah. So I was like, maybe like we were way more into bums than we realised. Yeah, because a corset going way in and then like the massive bum that's mm. like literally a tray to carry drinks mm. at the back. So fit. So fit. I don't want to get one of those out. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, great. Should we just, should we um, go to the new song? Like big butt. 
I love the video. It's just straight up talking about bums. Um, there are a lot of bums in the landscape of the video and the set. There's a bum in the middle of the record that yeah, the DJ is. You really liked that bit. Yeah, it's actually a very feminist song. Mm. It's basically against the fashion model look when he's like, So Cosmo says you're fat. Well, I ain't down with that. It's mm. like, Yeah, so Mix a Lot is seeing that the women are being treated like their body shape's bad when it's just natural. Yeah. Like, everyone's born, we're all born different sizes. We're not supposed to all be this, like, one. That's so boring if yeah. everyone was the same. Like, completely agree. In 1992, Baby Got Back was the number one hit that went double platinum and won the 1993 Grammy Award for Best Rap Solo Performance. It had to be played after 9pm because of many, many complaints. I don't think it's that outrageous. It's really not. And Compared it, to, like, WAP or something. Oh, nowadays. my God. And they play that, I mean, there is no control anymore. You just have it on the internet. Yeah, yeah. The song came from a meeting between Sir Mixalot and Amelia Dorsey, who saw little representation of full-figured women in media. The idea came from the 1980s Budweiser commercial featuring very thin, valley girl-esque models with different skin colours. They decided to dedicate a song to the very opposite, featuring curvy women of colour. Mix and Dorsey sought to broaden the definition of beauty. You don't often get men doing that. Like, that is a man being like, I'm going to make these women feel good. So much of the time it's like, I need it. I got a hot bitch and that's that. Mm. He's like, no, you all, you're all being made to feel bad about yourselves. Yeah. No, it's really, the message is very clear. It's like, you look good. Yeah. So Mixalot said, most women respond pro- positively to the song's message, especially black women. They all say about time. So should we um, go to the new song? Yes, let's go for Juice. Doja Cat. And juicy. This is such a good song. I really like this song. How long it takes to put my pants up? Broke a finger, nailing in some. Trying to squeeze into my true religion, that numb. Because I kind of feel like she's being like, I just love it. Like I'm, and it's like kind of going from what we were just saying. Um, she's just being like, okay, let's be empowered. Like mm. fucking like love my bum and like I eat food mm. to fuel my bum. Like yes, that's so positive. Yeah. Also in her video, like you see loads of bum, and I noticed in other videos about bums often you're not even seeing the bum that much. Mm. Like, Bootylicious, like, they don't really show their bums at all. Mm. Whereas, and even Baby Got Back, like, they're quite thin. Yeah. Whereas, in her one, she's got, like, the chaps, like, with the arse out. Her dancers are basically standing 
with their face away from the camera. It's just mm. bum. And they're really natural bums in the video. Yeah, which is really good because I feel like that that's a slight problem with America, especially not really here, but of the culture of plastic surgery, or like having injections or like butt implants. Whereas like her bum is just like there, it's wobbling and like in <laughs> wobbling all of its glory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a real character. It's almost like they're a double act. Yeah. But like, it's like that's, and it looks great. No, it looks stunning. And it's refreshing as a woman because it feels less like the perfection thing. It's yeah. more just like this is me and I'm being free and like wobbling my bum around. It's yeah. not all like she might be farting in the video. Yeah. Um yeah, and also what was nice about that compared to Sir Mix-a-Lot is that, that is literally a woman singing about her own bum. It's not like a man... Even though Sir Mix-a-Lot is like Jermaine Greer, feminist, but he was basically like, women, we li- we men love your bum. Whereas Doja's like, I love my own bum. Yeah, I don't need to be told that. Yeah, it's I like... It's kind of going to the next step. I yeah, completely agree. The evolution. Yeah. And um, even she says the word cellulite, mm. which I think... People are so scared of getting cellulite, and ha- but like everyone has cellulite, and then men have never like men would never mention apart from Kendrick Lamar actually. What does he when say? he was like, I just want that, um, I just want to see that booty. I can't remember. He says like he doesn't about cellulite. No, he's saying I just want um, I just want to see a girl with stretch marks, like no Photoshop, like one one of his songs. But I feel like no man, like no man's song about a bum would ever mention cellulite. Just because it's not a thing. That's another example of, like, we just need to accept things like cellulite as mm. just, like, part of being a woman, and that's completely fine. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I think this video is really good, because it's, like, kind of showing, like, a natural cellulite bum. And it's, like, yeah. obviously, if you have a massive bum, you're going to have cellulite. 100%. Like, that's just what it is. What is in a bum? Fat. Yeah. So what does fat create? Cellulite. Like, Boom completely fine yes and yet why, why are the, all the, these creams and stuff the marketing are behind like oh you you can have a big bum but you have to have no cellulite it's like mm, that doesn't exist up. and it's yeah. completely fine to have cellulite also yeah so like you have to make a decision with cellulite like are you going to beat yourself up every day for the rest of your life every time you see a tiny bit of cellulite or are you just gonna like take a deep breath and like be like fuck it I want to enjoy my life like Life is too short to worry about stuff that you also, can't really control. Yeah, and I always remember like one of my friends saying this, but um, being like, cellulite is only visible to the person themselves. Mm. Like, it's it's barely visible to anyone else. Like, no one else sees... It's like a dysmorphia thing, I think, that women have on their own bodies. Yeah. Um, and also, when you see women, like... Like, when, I, when you go to Notting Hill Carnival, and then you see loads of women floats and, like, dancing and mass costumes and, like, they are so confident and so loving life. Like, when you see cellulite on their bodies, it's, like, not a thing. Like, mm. it's, like, we make cellulite a thing more by, like, getting really embarrassed to the point where we, like, don't want anyone to see us naked or, like, kind of cripples you with, like, shame. Mm. Whereas as soon as you see, like, whenever you see someone walking around a pool or on the beach, like, confidently with cellulite, you're like, yes! Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, so fit and attractive. Yeah. It's just what it is. It I don't even know why it's, like, a discussion. Because sometimes I'll find myself being, like, that's annoying. Like, I run every day. Mm-hmm. Not every day. Mm-hmm. so arrogant. <laughs> but I run a lot. I exercise. Why? You know, like, yeah. and you hear yourself speaking like this stuff to yourself. Yeah. In your own body. It's, like, so negative. You know that it doesn't matter. <sighs> like, you're working out because you love working out. It makes you feel good. Why focus on that? 
I know. I just think, like, you're just going to make your life a living hell if you get obsessed with your cellulite. Yeah. It's, it, it's like, it's kind of like global warming a bit. It's like, it's going to happen. Like, in Doja Cat's video, like, she has bits of, bits of cellulite. She hasn't edited them out. Mm. And it looks so confident and hot. That's it, yeah. 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 So, thumbs up to Doja Cat for that. Um, I did find out something. I feel like this is just And not... I really like the cherry. Oh, the yeah, bum. the cherry literally on, on the bum. No, I did find some. <laughs> that really made me laugh. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Can we just do a special mention to the Thong Song um, by Cisco, which almost was going to be on this podcast, um, but we've just got so many other good ones. But a, a fact I found out about Cisco, who performed the Thong Song, is that when he married his longtime girlfriend Elizabeth Pham, Cisco performed the thong song at their <laughs> wedding. <laughs> That's so camp. Yeah, probably paid for the wedding. To be fair. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, fair he's enough. not embarrassed no. about it. <laughs> okay. Um, next song. What have we got, Lucy? Um, so the next song we've got is "Fat Bottom Girls" by Queen, which I hadn't actually heard this song before. Ah. Oh. Just a skinny lad Never knew no good from bad But I knew life before I left my dust huh. Left alone with big fat fatties You are such a naughty natty You big woman You made a bad boy out of me Hey, hey I've been singing Okay, so we're back to a man, a gay man singing about Freddie Mercury. It's just the greatest sensational. I just feel so connected to him. Same. He's amazing. He was so incredible as a performer. There's no, there's no one that I don't think anyone can beat him. There is no one. Like, I think something. It's a real connection we share. Is our obsession with Freddie Mercury, and I know a lot of people love Freddie Mercury, but I feel like we particularly. Yeah. He's like the patron saint of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, he really is. I'm trying to save up money to buy a framed poster of him oh, for my so bedroom wall. Nice. Yeah, but and it's a hundred pounds. What's the really famous con- concert? What one? Was the it? Live Aid. The Live Aid. Oh yeah. my fucking when god! When that picture of him and he's just like singing and his head's tilted up and it's just like wow. He makes me feel like I just want to perform. Like there's so many times where I get nervous about performing, but then when you see him and he is just there. Like, and also, so present, yeah. just going for it. And when he did that, he was so powerful as a performer. When he does the like, hey, and then the whole of the audience are like, ah, it's mm. like, yeah, it's just amazing. But I just think it's a great song, mm. like written by Brian May. I think this whole conversation as well is really good because it's just showing us it's like through the ages, we're slowly just like coming to terms with the fact that like we have bums and they're great and they're fucking great. The lyrics are so funny though. It's like about he was a really tiny child and he became like sexualized by his nanny i think oh okay. it was like Very left Freudian. alone with big fat fatty she was such a naughty nanny <laughs> anyway the, the whole story of fat bottom girls and the lyrics reminds me of something that happened to lord byron mm-hmm. when he was younger so that's what i i and also i associate freddie mercury with lord byron on some level because they're both really important anyway the point is it seems like it's about an older caregiver right the nanny 
inspiring Brian, a young Brian May to become obsessed with fat bottomed girls. Yeah. And you know how it's like, it just feels so like a, not a dad, but like, it feels so middle-aged the way it's phrased. Like, so many other of those rap songs, other yeah, songs. Yeah, be like, fat ass. You get that fat ass booty, and it's like, fat bottomed girls, you make the rocking world go round. <laughs> it's, it's like, so English. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah, like you said, it's kind of then, uh, um, I like it as well being sang from Freddie. Oh my God, yeah. Because it's just, that's like, life. You want him to sing, like he's such a good person to have with you on a run. Actually, I wish like I'd look in the mirror and like be say if I was like looking at my cellulite, and then him just be like, "Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world." <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh fuck this! I'm not gonna feel bad anymore. Hundred like, percent. And also, he's someone that had like, I mean, not he wasn't weird looking, but like I guess the teeth and stuff. Like, that's the kind of thing that someone else would get like really insecure about. But he just like embraced yeah. what he looked like, and yeah. just you can feel it when he's performing. It's like he's so himself. Yeah, and yeah, his new uniqueness. Oh. USP. He just leans in, and because everyone has that potential, yeah. the more and it's such a platitude and it sounds so empty. But like, the more you lean into being yourself, which is exactly what Freddie did, like the more you can actually uncover your destiny. Yeah. Do you think that we all have a destiny? Yeah, and it's about leaning into your cellulite. Yeah. Your cellulite will take you to your destiny. <laughs> to Freddy. <laughs> to Freddy. Um, yeah, I love that song. Yeah. Um, this is a much more traditional um, ode to the arts. Featuring Bruno Mars, Two Chains, Tiger, and Mystic. Okay, so I feel like that's much more the traditional bum song. The new age. Or like that's what we associate with songs about bums. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. Um <laughs> so bubble literally means like it's a bubble on your body. Like it's almost coming out of your body. <laughs> like a like a ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um and in the video we just watched, um, it's very similar to the Sir Mix-a-Lot video in that it's like three boring girls having a dull time at a party and then a giant, like literally made giant woman flies in with a bum coming out of her chaps that is huge and then inject girls' butt with more butt, like bubbles. <laughs> Do you think that was like a take on, like, is it saying like it's a bad thing? No, I think it's like, this is what you you need, ladies, but it's almost like a comment on how like loads of people are now getting like butt injections mm. and it's kind of like cultural appropriation yeah it's weird that it's not really become a thing in the uk no i think that's the UK's never... a lot more chilled than america yeah I think. americans like get a trend and then go a bit too mental with it i was watching a joe rogan mm. the other day and he was saying how um butt implants are like fe- like it feels like a frisbee oh like when you see it yeah mm. so it's just like rock hard I feel yeah. like we went in as a culture on the boobs, but it hasn't quite hit the bums yet. Yeah. And the lips were quite mm. big on. 
Um, but yeah, like, I a think a lot going on in that video. Loads of bum shaking, loads of bums with cellulite. Yeah, which we love. Um, I found that a song act. I didn't. I wouldn't have put that on the list mm. um, yesterday. But then, because I was looking up songs about bums, I put it on the list for my run, and it really helped with mm. my run. So I was like, fine, fuck it, help the runners out there. Yeah, I think sometimes like you just need a song. It's not about like don't listen too much into the lyrics because it's a slightly annoying stance on bums, I guess. Bubble because it's being it's like something that's fake almost. Oh, like, uh, do you think? I feel like. I don't think I really even listen to the lyrics that much, that one. But I'm saying, like, it, it's also necessary to, like, acknowledge that, like, that has been a part of culture as well. This, like, oh, yeah. fake... Like, the, Kim, the Kardashians. The Kardashians. Wow, Kardashians, Molly. What's your opinion on them? Um, the only reason I think it's good is because I do think from them, as a family, they did change... The, the Kate Moss era, like going away from that size zero culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I think was really positive in some respects, but yeah. obviously there are really bad things about them as well. Yeah. But the Kardashians do have a bubble butt. Yeah. Okay, let's go to a classic, maybe yeah. back to our childhoods. <laughs> Treat me really nicely, they buy me all these ices. Dolce and Gabbana, Fendi and Madonna. Karen, they be sharing all their money. I don't think that, that she even like stops for a, a breath. And, uh, uh, sorry, she can't. She doesn't come she up. She doesn't for come up for air. No. <laughs> so I think that's why it's so like. Oh my god! Like you're on this journey. Yeah. Oh my god! It just sucks you in onto a conveyor belt of sound of just bum. Bill Lamb of About.com gave the song a two and a half star rating, giving credits to its catchy appeal, but was ultimately dismissed for its junior high level sexual titillation. Which is probably the age we were when we heard it. Um, mm. I wasn't even sexually... I don't think I was sexually titillated by it. Not at all. I think it was just like, this I didn't is a even, really fun song. I didn't even like listen particularly to the lyrics yeah. when I was younger. It's more like, yeah, exactly, you're just... And the repetition isn't boring as well. It's no. just... Works. I mean, last podcast, the Britney episode, we were so rude about Will I Am. We were like, fuck off Will I Am. The Lego, so the Lego character. Yeah, but... <laughs> Actually, I feel like he pulled out of the weird hat. I think one. it was all since the voice. It's just gone downhill. Oh, for him. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this was when we were like kind of happy with him. Yeah. Rolling Stone called it an irresistible but stupid ode to Fergie's ass, and My Humps is regarded by multiple critics as the single worst song ever written. So harsh. So harsh. But then, of course, My Humps proved to be the most commercially successful single from Monkey Business, their album, two thousand five. Amazing. So the album after Elefunk, which was quite big. I think we just like, you can't hate a jingle. Like, everyone it's likes a really. Catchy. Yeah, it's so catchy and it's like easy to learn the lyrics. Especially that bit when, she, yeah, she's going through the designer things. Dolce That's fun. just so fun to learn and be able to like sing at like, at like a night. Yeah, and I feel like we put it on and we both immediately knew all the lyrics. Yeah. Even though it's quote unquote one of the worst songs of all time. Yeah. It's like, well no, it caught our imagination, sorry. And we're ha we were having fun. Mm. I just always remember the 
Mix your milk with my cocoa puffs. Milky, milky cocoa. I remember being at like someone's party and like catching eyes with the boy next to me. Mm. And then I actually think I, in that moment, was quite aware of how grotesque the lyrics were there. Because it was awkward to catch eyes with someone with like, milky, milky cocoa. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> that was, I think, imagine, like, it was a time before political correctness coming yeah. in as strong as it is now. But Whereas the Love was amazing. Whereas Love was a classic. So I think people were surprised that... Um, they would come out straight like there was like criticisms of like the Iraq war and where is the love and then suddenly the next song's like because of my hump my lovely lady lump but fair enough that's how people work the song sparked controversy because of its title and lyrics which centre on a woman who uses her breasts and buttocks to accomplish her goals so it's like she's being like people buy me shit like Fendi and Madonna oh no what Dolce and Gabbana Fendi because of her bum and her and it's like <gasps> But we're trying to raise our women to be feminine. Like, I went to a really feminist school. But then we'd always be like, Dolce and Gabbana. Because yeah. <laughs> of my humps. Yeah. I feel like that's so, like, the old feminist argument, though. Like, I feel like now, modern day feminism is, like, celebrating. Yeah. I guess it's always confused, though. I feel like feminism is always confused. Yeah. Because you can go too far the other day, other way to be like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I, of course I'm going to be a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> In an yeah. empowered way, and it's like, okay, neither of them are right, actually. Yeah. That's so true. That's so, so true. <laughs> Have you mm. ever done anything with your boobs and your bum to get designer clothes or one up in life? I mean, to be fair, in some respects, though, I've never really got into this, but the fitness industry is like massive on selling mm. a body part almost like online mm-hmm. in order to get people to buy their workouts and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, which is. Um, a bit well so Fergie you could say was like just a typical personal trainer yeah using her humps <laughs> yeah literally to make money okay our final song the ultimate by Beyonce's mom. Really? She used to design them like you know when they had they were really big and it was like they'd always wear a, va- a variation on a theme. But as we were watching that video, it it's so funny. Like if you rewatch the Bootylicious video, they are all emaciatedly thin. Like Michelle looks like she's about to die from anorexia. Like and they're singing Bootylicious. Yeah. The lyrics it's like, do not honey, fit. You don't know. No. What's Bootylicious? Yeah. <laughs> it's really sad that like they are not curvy in that video. Like, they, there are so many women that would be listening to that song on the dance floor who'd have, like, a big bum, like, curvy women. They'd be enjoying it. But the mm. singers themselves are, like, look like they're on, like, starvation regimes. Yeah, they probably were. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah, just that era was so annoying for being, like, a curvy woman, I feel like. Yeah. Because it was just, like, everyone wanted to be stick thin. Stick, stick, stick. No, I'm just so happy for how we've kind of come through and transitioned into where we are now with the bum and with curves and being yeah. yourself. It feels way more like 
people are identifying with their own bodies way better as yeah. an individual. Um, I feel like women will never be happy. We'll never get to that place where everyone's like calm. But it does feel better than that video where it's like, 100%. we're all fine. It's like you're not eating, babe. Yeah. I think the way to start is definitely like building each other up, as corny mm. as that sounds. No, I, I think it's just like we I think you said as horny as that sounds. <laughs> Something on your mind. <laughs> I think we should all be licking each other out, yeah. making each other feel good. <laughs> but it's just like we need that, like, and everyone's got amazing things about their own bodies individually. So true. Um, we don't all have to be the same. And also, that song was inspired by Stevie Nicks on the edge of seventeen. Oh, really? You hear? And Stevie Nicks is in the video. Oh yeah, yeah. If you hear it, yeah. At the beginning, the woman with the guitar is Stevie Nicks. Oh my god. So in a way, it's like... So she like, didn't mind it? No, and I think it's like women supporting women. Yeah. Again, it's like, wow, Stevie Nicks, legend, Beyonce, legend. We're not going to get at each other. We're going to work together and make mm. bootylicious. Yeah. And Michelle's going to die from not eating and dancing <laughs> too much. <laughs> um, no, I think we are doing really well, but we need to keep pushing through. Just keep, like, the... What feels, like, powerful is, like, women being comfortable. It's not, like, I don't always feel like you have to be, like, an activist or, like, be really, like, over the top with, like, how, like, performatively feminist you are. It's, Mm. like, just learning to be comfortable with yourself is actually, like, enough. Yeah. Just being, like, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. I'm enough. That is the thing. I I know. And it's such a cliche, but it is, it is everything. And it it means you don't, because sometimes I think, empowerment seems like a lot of effort like I can't be bothered to like go on a march or like campaign for this or that but actually it's empowering just to be like I'm fine yeah and then you can kind of be lazy with it and like it's the typical conversation of like yeah of course like we can make big differences with marches and stuff like that but in terms of like your own circle and people around other women around you it's important just like boost people up and like not be those bitchy women at the beginning of the baby got back video like we need to not be bitching and we need to be empowering each other inspiring each other and motivating each other and that's what you do for me Lucy oh well I guess we're coming to the end of the run yes yes okay so people should be doing their squats after the run maybe or is that they can't be bothered I I would put it into a different day okay I mean you can if you want to add some squats in but um I would recommend maybe on another day that you don't feel like going on a run or a walk to do some squats, some deadlifts. If you know what they are, look them up. Uh, if you don't know what they are, sorry, look them up. Um, and yeah, isolated exercises like um, leg lifts, mm-hmm. um, mini leg circles to the side, you know, very 80s style. Oh, They're nice. really good for the isolation of the glutes. Um but yeah, just be proud of yourself. You come out of your bum. Yeah, be proud of your bum. And also, like, you've just gone on a run slash walk, and that's really cool. Slash roll. Slash roll. Slash and, like, you just got some air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and enjoy your bum. It does so much for you. It, it really does. It makes you sexual. It lets you do poos. It means you can sit down. And it, like, is a power. It's like the mo- the engine behind your body. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, I always see it as, like, the glue yeah between your legs and your body Mm. so it's like you need that glue to work properly and efficiently in order to like move your legs and your body in the correct way and it supports the spine like it's It's really cool so much well done that bottom girl you make the rocking world go round (laughs) okay 
Should we leave it for yeah. this week? Bye. Bye, guys. Asshole. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.